Hey guys, Micah Frazier here. I've got a bait from War Eagle Baits called the Buzz Toad. Big thing lately has been putting a toad style bait on a buzz bait, and preferably it's my favorite way to fish one. Uh, this bait here's got a quick planing head, a great hook, and it squeals right out of the package. Uh, the, the body of this bait is big and bulky, so it allows you to skip it. It, it planes quicker than a skirted bait would. Um, in my opinion, it's just the way to, it's the way to fish a buzz bait. So y'all check this thing out. It's pretty awesome. Discover the magic of balsa. For decades, professional fishermen and the angling elite come to rely on the fish-catching performance of hand-carved custom balsa lures. PH Custom Lures by Phil Hunt have assembled the comprehensive line of custom balsa baits. The original Hunt and Pete, Bill Lowen's dollar bill, Wesley Strader's Plop and Pete, and the new Matt Heron Fudd, in addition to the entire family of PH Custom Lures, are just what you need to get that edge over the competition. Discover the magic of balsa today and visit PH Custom Lures. Lures.com. That's phcustomlures.com. Nothing stops your boat faster and holds it more securely than power pole shallow water anchors. Some folks hear power pole and think, oh man, I can't afford that. But did you know you can get the 8-foot power pole sportsman 2 hydraulic anchor now with Sea Monster 2.0 pump and heavy duty hydraulic hose for just $1,295? It's got all the features power pole anchors are famous for and a single sportsman 2 will hold a bass boat up to 4,500 pounds. Go check it out at power-pole.com to find a dealer near you. Power pole, swift. Silent, secure. The swim jig technique is one of the most successful ways to put fish in the boat. Time in and time out, Bravani bait swim jigs are just the right tool for the job. Beaming with quality, the Bravani swim jigs come in a myriad of colors, feature the best premium hooks and solid trailer keepers to give you, the serious bass angler, the confidence you need to accomplish your goal of putting more fish in the boat. So go to BravaniBaits.com and start climbing the ladder to swim jig success. Sky Rastafari. Welcome back to the cool island sounds of Streetcast Outdoor Cartoon Television, man. Yeah. Yeah. Naughty Dread. It's It's Naughty Dread. Hey, uh, you know what? Every once in a, in, in a blue moon, we, uh, we meet a pretty cool. Uh, uh, wait a second. Oh, it's. Don't you guys go anywhere. <laughs> That's like ten minutes ago. It, could that be the one and only? Ladies and gentlemen, wait, I'm actually listening. To, yeah, this might be awkward to you at home, but it's not awkward to me because I'm actually listening to the show on our next guest computer. So, with that being said, let us give it up for our next guest, FLW Tour Pro, the one and only Hunter Freeman. Yes. Yes. What's going on, huh? What's going on, man? What's up, dude? I was it was kind of cool because I never like I never listened to my own show, but I like it was kind of cool cuz I got to hear uh, I kind of got to hear the show on your end when you first were yeah, coming through there. Yeah. I to hear. I got a bait from War Eagle Baits called the Buzz Toad. Wait. Is, is it happening again? Putting a toad style bait on a buzz. Do you have the sound on on your end? Way to fish one. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like a, com- this hold on, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Planing head, a great hook, and it squeals right out of the package. I think there's something. There we go. It's big and bulky, so it allows you to skip it. It's a skirted bait wood. 
<laughs> I think you, it's one of your promo videos. Yeah, no, it's it is. It's the War Eagle commercial. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Let's try it again, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for Hunter Freeman right there. Yes, that's how we do it. All right. So that's what straight cast sounds like. Pretty cool. <laughs> dude, welcome to the show, man. We're we're happy to have you here, dude. Yeah, man, absolutely. Is this your first um, Bass Fishing talk show that you've done? Oh uh, yeah, over Skype. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Not gotcha. a couple over the phone, but not over the computer. Gotcha. So yeah, you know, and but the nice thing about Skype is too, you know, you still you don't have to wear pants. Bottom line, I mean that's just plain yeah, and simple. Yeah, wearing it right now. Yeah, just get super comfortable. <laughs> you know, on the Skype machine. I, I mean, seriously, man. Um, you are a prime example of coming up through the ranks. In other words, a college fisherman that has turn professional it's i guess uh, on a scale of one to america it's america you know what i'm saying that's it, that's it. <laughs> and i mean dude t- tell us about it tell us a little bit about the beginnings and the path i want to hear it a little bit in your own words hunter uh i got you uh yeah you know college fishing it uh it's i mean it, those guys are good for one but uh i went to college i was actually gonna go to lsu and uh, I didn't. Me and a girl I was dating split up, and I ended up going to the a town and or the school in town. They were had a good name for you know a fishing team. They had actually, let's see, I started in I guess I'd be fifteen and twelve. They won the national championship and had a dude win the bracket. I think thirteen, fourteen, the year after the Lee brothers won. And uh, so I was like, well, I'm going. You know, although that has nothing to do with the school you go to, it's completely individual. But. Uh, yeah, you know, I went and uh, fished the first year. It was pretty tough. Fished the second year, and, you know, it kind of got on. You know, everybody that does it, you know, everybody wants to be a professional fisherman. That's why everybody goes, obviously. But, uh, you know, then my third year, you know, it kind of got a little bit more comfortable. I was consistently doing well and doing well. And, uh, you know, they brought up the national championship. It's going to be at the Red River. I live <laughs> an hour and a half from the Red River. And uh, that tournament got announced, and I was like, man, this is my shot. That's going to happen. Uh, um i've actually i'd never been there for that tournament so okay uh, it ended up going good we won and that was like the golden ticket you know i went fish the cup and all that good stuff but uh everybody's like you going pro you going pro i was like no man it's on my third year in college i'm gonna finish school or, you know stay and keep fishing college and all that and sure more i talk to people more i talk to people everybody's like man you gotta go like that's your shot like that's the only reason you went to school or not the only reason you went to school but you know that's what you went for you know <laughs> that's what you want to do Plain yeah exactly come and, on uh, it was like don't sugarcoat it on her <laughs> yeah exactly so i talked to bill taylor and uh you know he pretty much told me he's like this year well you know we hit the mlf thing come up and everything split up nobody really knew what was going to happen so he told me so this is your one guaranteed entry if you want in you're in i was like well, you know, so uh, I started hustling around for sponsors and everything came around and uh ended up jumping on and we're, my, dang, my dogs won't come on here, I guess, but, uh, you know, we, we're, uh, well, I guess we're about to start the fifth tournament, but it's been an up and down season so far, but I don't regret any decisions so far. No, I mean, dude, and, and, and seriously, I think if we look at things, let's, let's break things down a little bit. Okay. Um, <sighs> let's go through the first three derbies okay because that's what you had you got three under your belt right now right four 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 under so what do we got what are the what were they 
We might as well not count the last one. We'll just say like three and a quarter. <laughs> well, here's what I want to know. I mean, um, if we take uh, – so let's take Toho, Seminole, and Grand, okay? Let's forget about Grand. Take Rayburn. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> – uh, so, all right, let's do this. On Grand Lake, what did you do right and what did you do wrong? Well, we did nothing right, uh, apparently. That's <laughs> it. That's actually the only tournament I've ever went to in my life. Practiced three days. At the end of day three, I had not caught a keeper bass. I caught two shorts the whole time. Wow. That's crazy. It's a grind. Yeah, it was. And uh, it just, it was, I mean, it was, I don't know. You know, I was... People, we were talking to the guys I stay with, you know, everything else. And I was like, man, I don't know what else to do. I've tried everything. And it's even one of those deals. Like, I got to the point, I was like, I just want to catch some fish. You yeah. know, this is, forget about the tournament. I mean, I'm out here just practicing my casting. <laughs> I was like, I just want to catch some fish, run into some crappie, some brim or something. But, uh, yeah, and then so day of the tournament, I rolled with, I, you know, just how I did get a couple bites, just flipping a jig, and I ended up getting one bite all day. It was a three-pounder. Day two rolls around. I was like, I'm just covering water, chunking and winding all day. You know, we'll see what happens. And I got one bite again, and there was my two keepers for the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is, history. Yeah, it was horrible, dude. That was nothing went right that whole week. That's just all it is to it. Well, you you had a pretty good derby on uh, on Seminole. Yeah, we top ten at Seminole, and uh, we were sitting really good till the last day. It kind of fell off the rocker, but it happens. I mean, so what did you what did you do wrong at Seminole, and what did you do right at Seminole? Uh, Seminole, actually, we fished perfect. Every I didn't never lost a fish. Every bite I got came in the boot, uh, which is you know usually what happens when you do well. But you know, day one and two, I caught them quick, laid off of them because it was like what Brian was talking about. My practice at Seminole was I caught some big ones, but it was like you know I kind of I never caught five keepers a day. Like the first day, I caught an eight and a six. And uh, it ended up being on that one stretch I fished the whole time. But every day I would just get a couple good bites. And it was, you know, you couldn't really put nothing together on it. Everybody else was like, well, I've caught one keeper, two keepers. I was like, I've caught like three for 20 pounds every day. But I can't <laughs> uh, so I just, you know, I actually told my marshal when we left that morning, I said, I don't even know if I can catch a limit. And I caught the first one. I high-fived him. I was like, we're not going to see good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting closer, aren't you? <laughs> So, yeah, it was, it was almost exactly what Brian said, except obviously he won. But, you know, as I spent more and more time in those areas, you know, you learned it more. You learned where the edges were, the cut-throughs, the bare spots, the sand spots. And uh, I really only had one place that was worth anything. I grinded all the way through day four. It got muddy. And that's just, you know, those Florida fish are when mud comes in. Oh. Yeah, it just Trip might as well go home. But. <laughs> <laughs> Better go to Arby's. Time to pack it up. Actually, Arby's does sound pretty good. I, dude, I'm, for real. Yeah, I'm thinking about Arby's, too, with, that, more and, with that oniony roll. Yeah. You know what I mean? The more mm. and more I hear about these Florida bass, the more they sound like smallmouth. The, well, they do act they, very similar. They do similar. all the same stuff. They, they act similar yeah. to them. There's no, there's no doubt. They're very it's not deep. bitchy. I don't think there's another <laughs> way to put it. You know, they get it. <laughs> they get like that. So you've heard about creative visualization and bass fishing, right? We all hear about that. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. What I'd like for you to do for us here, for for the viewers, um, is give us some creative visualization of the rest of your season. So, for example, we'll go through through the lakes here, and and you give us a creative view of what you see yourself doing. Okay. How I'm gonna fish, or how I see it going. How you're gonna fish? 
you, you obviously you don't see how it's going, but you got an idea how you're going to fish. I guess you. If you want to throw it, if you want to throw victory in there, by all means, do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's start with Cherokee. Okay. Cherokee, um, it's a rot lake. Uh, you know, it. Anybody with a computer can figure that out. Um, you know, there hasn't. There's been a couple of pro tournaments, but there hasn't really any been when we're going. You know, when the elites went, they were pretty much crappie fishing. It was like right. Negative four degrees and with the moon yeah, ideal. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, I would. I would just stay home if that was the case. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually never fished for spawning smallmouth, so I don't really know how it's going to go. That's you know, I, I fished around smallmouth a lot through college and everything else, but not necessarily when they're spawning. So. I don't really know. You know, we're going to find out. Mike Bomb might do good. I don't know any better about it. So usually that's when it goes the best. You go do something dumb and you think you're doing it right. And then everybody's like, what? That's how that dude caught him. Yeah. You think like you're not thinking. That's that's the best one. How about Chick? You got to be looking forward to Chick. I am. I'm very looking forward to Chick. Uh, Chick Chickamauga was actually going to be the first tournament this year that we can actually use a, you know, we can grab when fish offshore uh raven could have been that way that thing should have been a slow fest but we had that big flood and the rain and uh you know guys still called them graphing but it wasn't out you know in the drains and everything that normally happens it was more in the guys that called them were inside grass lines and stuff like that but uh it took the whole just taking off and riding those drains and everything else away from it so chicken model it's gonna be fun man that that's gonna be some big weights and some big fish weighed in I bet, dude. It's gonna be. What is that? A Louisiana chupacabra you have in the background? <laughs> Pretty much, man. He hasn't barked the whole time. <laughs> it's because there's a bunch of stray casts going on right now. I see it. I see it. <laughs> what do you think about Champlain, bud? Uh, it's gonna be fun. You know, I've, every time I've went up north and smallmouth fished, it's a lot of fish caught. Uh, good thing about Champlain, from what I've read so far, is you, you know, versus like Malax, for example. Uh, you know, Malax, you need to be fishing for smallmouth. Otherwise, you're going to lose. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Champlain, from what I've read, you can go do either one. You can go catch largemouth and do well, or you can catch smallmouth and do well. You can win off both. That's from what I've read. It, I'm sure it's going to change this year, and I'll go fish for largemouth and bomb. But, you know, but from what I've read, that's what it seems to be. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And finally, uh, let's jump ahead to the Forestwood Cup. Ooh. If yeah. all goes well. That's it. That's it. You know, we were sitting great, and then Grand Lake came along and just <laughs> put, a, put a big dud on it. So we gotta we gotta get after it in the next three to make it better. You got some points to make up, but you can do it. You really can. It's oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, what yeah. are you at? Like you're like in the seventies or something right now? Yeah, yeah I was in the forties, and that one dropped me to the seventies. Yeah. So. But I mean, you can make it up. You just have to kick ass the rest of the derbs. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Which guy get after it? I'm going to leave, what's today, Wednesday? I'm going to leave Friday. Check out Chickamauga Day and then go to, you know, head on over. Put that little, put that, put that bass kitty behind the truck and go, huh? Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> so, ready to roll right now. Man, doesn't it get like, all right, your first year on tour, you, and I mean this with no disrespect, you just haven't had the experience of fishing, um, you know, variant bodies of water or different bodies of water um right it's how do you overcome that is it through research is it through uh, you know you pretty much uh you know you i mean you pretty much got it can you still see me i'm gonna try to get over with it no, no yeah. it's pretty dark yeah um, we can see good boom there you right there can you still see me yeah real yep. good where are you at good 
Oh, well, I got out of the way so the dog couldn't see me. He's in the rec room. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, you know, college, we went to a lot of places, you know, got a lot of experience from that. But, um, you know, we didn't go to, you know, like we went to Kentucky like a lot. We went to, you know, we actually we didn't ever really go to any like Glacier Clear Lakes, kind of like Cherokee, what I'm expecting it to be, uh, places like that. We really went to reservoirs and rivers. So, you know, it's it's a learning process, but you got to learn it on the fly. Otherwise, you're going to get your head cut off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it seems uh, to me. At, and how old are you? Huh? 22. 22 years old. So I try and put myself in your shoes at uh, at 22 years old and and basically all i cared about was was bass fishing women and partying and and maybe not in that order and here you are boom time to make a living professional bass fishing it's pressure too bud oh yeah it's a ton of pressure um yeah you know i mean it's not only the pressure of just going out you know for one i mean all these guys are good that's what I tell everybody, so one little slip up, you know, like in Florida, I lost a couple fish each day. I was like, man, I was like, these guys are so good. You lose one fish, that's 30 places that you just fail, you know. So, uh, but plus, you know, the pressure of everybody back home. Everybody wants you to do well and stuff like that. Family, you know, they're not, I'm not going to say expecting a lot out of you. They're cheering you on, want you to do well, but you just don't want to let anybody down. And most importantly, yourself, you know. I mean, it's one of those deals. Like, I know I can catch them. When I don't, it really pisses me off. That's why I'm kind of like brushing Grand Lake away. Yeah. Well, that's uh, all you can do. You can't, you can't, yeah, you know. Live in the past. That's the thing about fishing. Uh, you got to move on the fly. It's the, it's the old saying we say all the time on straight cast, take the hinge off your knee and quit kicking yourself in the ass. Pretty much. It, it, it's the same deal, man. Um, You ever watch like Oprah show? I do not. <laughs> um, me neither. You ever watch uh, Ellen DeGeneres? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't like her either. But yeah, so, but yeah. but I think what we're gonna do let's let's try something different with Hunter here, and let's do like a an Oprah. Are you gonna dance? No, I'm not gonna dance, and, and I'm not gonna give everybody <laughs> stuff unless they like and share the live Facebook feed. And tell you want to give me a car or something? I'll take it. Yeah. So, but let's <laughs> let's uh, let's say, uh, are you comfortable? Are you comfortable right now, Hunter? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's let's get into with some. Uh, Let's, let's get deep. America, meet Hunter Freeman, FLW Tour Pro. An intimate moment, deep in the mind of Hunter Freeman. Hunter, welcome to the show. Some deep thoughts. What's a typical day for Hunter Freeman like when he's not fishing? Next question. Next question. Yeah, go to the next one. How important is winning to you? Winning, it's very important. You know, uh, you know, I've won plenty of tournaments at home. Uh, You know, they're it's still fun when you win, obviously. But I've only had that one big win, the national championship, and it's I don't know. Like, man, I watched I watched Brian win like in person. I was actually there. I watched Brian win and I watched Ock win like the next week. And I mean, like both of them, you watch it and like knowing like Brian just beat you. So it's like, God, I lost. But still, man, it, like, it, like, it makes you shape. Like, you know, you watch it and you're like, damn, man. Like, and then I like, watching Ott win, like people were going crazy. I was like, 
Oh my god. And you know those people up there like, man, why are they crying? I was like, you don't watch me ball like a baby if I win. Dude, I cried at the weigh-in a little bit too. I I'm not oh, gonna kid you, dude. Irons weigh-in and win was it was up there as far as all the ones you know you watch them on TV and still like I actually watched it today sitting at a red light. It popped up on YouTube on my phone. I watched it and I was like, damn, I was there. You know, it's, it's still cool watching it. You know, these these are beautiful Oprah moments we're having right now. You know that, right? I'm telling. What's your strength as an angler, and what is your weakness as an angler, Hunter? Weakness, uh, overthinking things by far. You know, I. Would, that's the way brands seem to be, except for, you know, the couple guys that were on a pattern, but everybody I talked to was kind of like, oh, man, you stretch one randomly rolling here, rolling there. I was like, I, I, I don't do that at all. Like, at Lake Washtenaw, everybody saw on the topwater baits, like, you start to put your troll motor on 10, cover water, and go. I, I go do it for two hours. I'm like, screw this. Like, it, I, the whole random deal, catch one off a point, catch one on the backside of something, it's just, that's not me. I don't like doing that. Uh, <laughs> there it is. And your, and your strength. We're, we're learning so much. That's, what's the yeah, strength? Offshore, what's the strength? Fishing, offshore structure and shallow grass. <laughs> we knew that about him. Hey, um, what's the worst job you ever had? I used to be a, a go-kart technician when I was in high school. That sucked pretty bad. <laughs> what were you? A what? A dirt bike? A go-kart technician. Like, I worked like on a go-kart track when I was in high school. It was Go-kart. Oh, go-kart. Go-kart, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you'll lose yeah. fingers doing that. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> kids would come on a field trip. You know, they'd have their wristband where they could ride an hour. And it was, they'd go out there and wreck on purpose, get stuck on the track. You'd have to pick the golf cart up. I probably shortened my life doing that. But, <laughs> you get hey, to work around happy people. Yeah. Exactly. Does your yeah. buddy Thomas ever put a banana in your boat for beating him at the uh, college championship? No, he actually ate a banana every day. No <laughs> <laughs> oh, cramping for him. Yeah. Hey, uh, does that old baseball arm injury ever act up when you're on a deep cranking bite? No, it doesn't, actually. Uh, it, it really doesn't. Uh, I had a hand surgery when I was in high school, and when I get cold, like people will get in the boat, and they'll see me over there, like, just doing this, and they're like, man, this dude's pissed off. He's ready to go. I'm like, I'm going to jack him. I'm going to doing the Shooter McGavin over and over. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Shooter McGavin, have you ever got the shit kicked out of you before in a fight? Mm, not too bad, no. No? You never got you never got beat up? No, not too bad. Not, not, not too that, bad. That's not that bad. See, he's just not. Why, why not are you too, not admitting to Not too to bad. Me? Not, not <laughs> too bad. <laughs> I've got I got a big mouth. I've gotten the crap kicked out of me many times. It's just happened. No, not too bad. It, you ever been in jail? But it wasn't like where I like left. I was like, I got my ass kicked. You know, it was. Uh, the probably the worst one I'd ever classified as would be Grand Lake. Yeah, I went to a party at Grand Lake's house one time, and I got <laughs> the crap kicked out of me. <laughs> it all comes out. See what yeah. I'm saying? This this See? is yeah. like the Oprah show. This is good yeah. stuff. <laughs> have you ever been arrested? I have not. No? I have not. You got that going for you. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. I was a cop, I'd profile you, buddy. I'd pull your ass <laughs> over right away. <laughs> Tell you, long hair. Get out of the I car, hate... long hair. That's it. <laughs> if you can eliminate one thing from professional bass fishing uh or, or let's say eliminate one of these things from professional bass fishing would it be the tournament jersey the wrapped truck or the wrapped boat uh i'm gonna say wrapped boat 
I like, you know, the rat boat, it's for purpose for sponsors and all that. But the only bad thing about it is, you know, it's, and not like for me by any means, but you know, you got the guys like, let's say Thrift. Everybody knows cracks and Thrift's got the Domeki boat. And I'm guilty of it too. I'll be driving by and see Thrift on a stretch and be like, that's Brian Thrift. What's he doing over there? What's he fishing? Like looking at the boat. I keep driving by, but it, uh, yeah, you know, like if everybody's just rolling in a new boat, you know, it'd be one thing or another. Just get it blacked out. Nobody sees it. Yeah. Plus those boats look so awesome out of the factory. And then you got to put all this vinyl on them. Hey, man, my boat was beautiful before I put a wrap on it. I, I, I get, yeah, no, those bass cats are gorgeous right out of there, no, no doubt. The, uh, so I would get rid of jerseys. I, I don't I don't like jerseys. Did you give me that option? I thought yeah. you said truck yeah. and boat. I said truck, boat, or jersey. Oh, I didn't hear you. Yeah, 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 the jersey, yeah, it's kind of a pain. I just, I wish I'd wear my T-shirt, but... You know, I'm, I always forget to, like, when you take it off when you're fishing, you know, like day one, I forget to get the sticker and put it on my chest, and Bill Taylor will get mad, so I just <laughs> leave it. Here's, the, here's what the fishing industry needs to invent, and it's a deodorizer for tournament jerseys because you ever, people like neglect to wash those things. And not saying professional <laughs> anglers, but I'm like talking like sports show dudes, man. I'm sick of sports shows for the winter because everybody stinks so freaking bad. Wash those damn yeah. jerseys. I'm that's enough. You. That's uh, my public I'm, service. I'm actually Watch guilty your... of that too. Uh, like when we first got our college jerseys, I was like, you know, just treat it like gold. Like the first one I ever got, I was like, oh my God, like I would like get it home and like fold it, like putting it into my back seat, like put it up on a hanger when I got home. And then, you know, I, like, I thought you couldn't wash them, you know, like, and then I asked, like, I thought it was just one of those deals. So I'm like spraying cologne on it. And I'm talking, we're fishing in the summer, man. It smells like crap. But finally somebody's like, no, just throw the thing in a washing machine. Let it run. You know, it, it smells fine. So I'm guilty of that. My first one went about a year without getting washed and it smelled horrible. Oh my God. It is. They need to, I mean, yeah. Please, Bass Fishing America, wash your tournament jerseys. Yes, we beg yes, you. This is a public public service announcement. Or just stop wearing them. Yeah, yeah just start, just yeah. stop. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Have you ever got your hair caught in your real handle? No, I dude, been. it's awful. I'm gonna tell you, it, it's it's a real struggle. Mine's not near as long as yours. I, I'm gonna keep the real here. It's, real. it's gonna happen. It's more length than probably here. It's it's gonna happen. I, I promise you. Are mop jigs awesome? Yes, 100%. Tell me about mop jigs and how special they are to you. They're pretty good. Uh, whenever Jordan Lee won the Classic, and, you know, kind of everybody just got on this whole deal. Like, what is a mop jig? I was like, oh, we've been throwing them things for years around the house. But now everybody and the brother, like, they go to the tackle store and they want to buy a football jig. They're like, I'm going to buy a mop jig. So now it's, you know, it's done. They let the cat out of the bag. But uh, there's still a little tricks and tweaks you can do to it. Well, tell us about one. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a, this is deep thoughts. Deep thoughts. Yeah. Uh, Can't yeah, you hear the music? I really like it. Like postpone. Uh, it seems it seems to do good, and like the when it's really cold, like pre-spawn, it's really good when you just want that big profile. Like you know, is that that living rubber on that thing just pulsates real slow versus silicone, it'll just flare and fall. But uh, especially postpone, you know, put a big trailer on it, just that slow fall of like that almost like a jellyfish falling, you know. It, Seems to work really well. Yeah. I might throw one on chicken model. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll have to see. You'll have to see. Hey, have you, um, hey, who, oh, here's, here's a good one. Who was your number one celebrity crush as a kid? Who was in the Spank Bank? 
<clears throat> I don't know. Man, you put me on the spot with these things. Yeah, uh, that's what we do. It's a talk show. I don't know. You're nailing them, Hunter. You're doing awesome. Okay, What's that girl's name? Uh, man, Jessica Simpson. Whatever happened to her? She was hot. Yeah, she got fat, and then uh, and then <laughs> something happened. I think John Mayer kicked her out of the sack because yeah, she got fat. Yeah, I don't know. Like she was no, she was dating Tony Romo. That uh, was the last thing I heard about. Wasn't she dating Tony Romo? Yeah, was she? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, holy. Tony, yeah, Ro- Tony Robbins, he, the motivational he, he speaker? He blamed her for making bad passes a couple times, I think. <laughs> so, Jessica Simpson, that was one of the originals? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. from the Duke of Hazzard movie, where she's... You yeah, know, yeah, 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 Daisy yeah. Duke. You okay. know what I'm saying. Uh, uh, that's exactly okay. it. Oh, yeah. um, and, and, and last one. Um, you spent a lot of times in the, in, the, in the swamps, right? I mean, in the backwaters. You've been in the backwaters. <laughs> I guess. Okay, so, have you ever seen like a? Have you ever had like a paranormal experience in those backwater swamps, like on, you know, like swamp monsters and stuff, like on Scooby Doo? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, uh, no. The probably the craziest thing I ever had happen in the woods or anything was, I was we were in middle school, man. Like we didn't have a driver's license yet, and we were riding our four wheelers to go duck hunting in this break. And uh, we're all propped up. We would get out there like way before daylight, just because I was like, you know, the first freedom you get. Like it wasn't a driver's license. We were driving our four wheelers out there, and so we're all posted up, you know, cool. Like, you know, I think somebody brought like, a can of snuff. We're like getting a little baby dip. Thought we were just, you know, thought we were OGs, you know. And uh, man, a cooter just like, like out from the woods, man. We're like, everyone else had piss running down our legs, and it was, oh man, yeah. That, out of nowhere, yeah. a cougar. Yeah, I don't. I didn't even know we had them. Like everybody said, like, and then still, like game warden and stuff. Like, no, we got them around here. Now it's coming out. We do have them. You're like, dude, it was it was a cougar. Yeah, dude, it sounded. Like a, I mean, we thought somebody got murdered out in the woods, but we were way away from a house, and it. And I, we still, I saw one of my buddies the other day, and we talked about. It. That was ten years ago. It could have been a cougar ghost. It really could have been. Could have been. Could have been scrappy dude. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. That, that's we learned a lot. I think we learned yeah. a lot about you in that Oprah-style interview. You nailed it, Shooter. That's it, yeah. you, you did. And I'm glad yeah. you admitted you got your ass kicked, because we all get our ass kicked at one time. Oh, yeah, it was no denying that. A grand light was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about in, a, in that fight that you got in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I need, uh, I need some coaching from you, okay, because I am deathly afraid of deep water. All right? I, I really am. I... And I know you spend the majority of your time, I shouldn't say the majority of your time, but you spend a great deal of time fishing deep. And you're not intimidated no, by, uh, no. at all. And no, I'm 50 I've, and I've you're 22, got, so that's not right. What, yeah, what? I actually got more confidence. I, I told somebody, I told a kid this at a show, actually at the Classic. I said, dude, I've got more confidence pulling up on a point and bombing a rig or a football jig across it as I do pulling up to a pier and flipping it. He's like, what? I was like, Ashes, you get that way. You know, it's, I, I don't know. It's, you just got, it's the same thing with the jackhammer, what Brian was talking about. You just got to build it up here. It's, and, and that's just your, that's your comfortable spot. Right. That, 100%. that deep water. I mean, I've, got, I've got more confidence pulling up to a spot with 30 minutes left in the tournament, popping five, as I do rolling down a bank and, you know, jump fishing. So do you think that it's, why is why does that happen to bass fishermen? Is it because historically bass fishing is a shallow water game, and in as it progressed in history, the advent of electronics and stuff progressed to 
to the stage where it's at now? Is that is that why some people still might be scared yeah, of it? I think that's part of it. And, you know, a, a lot of people come up to me, they'll take one of my sonar classes or go on a guide trip. And they're like, man, I just, I, I can't get comfortable out there. And I'm like, man, you just got to go. Like, go and I, was like, I said, you, I went days as a kid because I was a kid. Like, I got into fishing, you know, I turned the TV on and you watch Van Damme, like, whipping a big crankbait out there, just plucking them in a private pond or something. I'm like, God, I want to do that, you know? And it, uh, <laughs> Freaking, uh, yeah, all the striking shows, they were, you know, just wailing on them with 6XDs. And then when, Phil, when the 10XD came out, Phil March, like, destroyed everybody. I was like, dude, I got to figure that out. So, I mean, I went days that summer by myself out in the middle of the lake. Didn't even know what I was casting at. I'd go over and see a tree on my down engine and spend 30 minutes, like, cranking it. Like, that's what I thought it was. And, you know, it progressed. You know, I started learning what fish looked like and just getting comfortable. And now that's. You know, like obviously, if you go to a lake you've never been to, I would, you know, look shallow first, and then as you get more comfortable, move out deep. But, uh, you know, yeah, especially here around the house, a couple, like, the lake that you're wanting to come to later in the year, we're going out there first. Except for this time of year, everything's on the freaking bank. It's not really any fun. <laughs> well you know it's it sounds like our kind of deal but i need to learn to fish deep man when i come visit you in the summer you're gonna give me an education oh yeah you're coming in august man we'll catch some big ones <laughs> i'm looking forward to it i want to deep crank until i can't wind anymore That's uh, it. you're coming in august the cranking bite it i don't know probably more like throwing a worm about that long but well, my hand <laughs> is cranking but that long it, uh, big worm big jig just something big profile you know it'll be fun though that it, sounds it, better yeah it, you just gotta you gotta get my confidence up in the deep water man that's what's what's oh, gonna yeah. take yeah it's, that's, it's, we can do it <laughs> hey um yeah, yeah let's let's play another game before you get out of here you want to do that are you down for that yeah, it was good. All right, so I'll give you a choice, okay? Since this is your first time on the show, I'm going to give you a choice. And um, and you can play just the quick tip, or you can play sounds dirty, but it's not. Ooh. What was the first choice? Right, let's play Let's play sounds dirty, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to give you a, a word or phrase from bass fishing that sounds dirty, but it's actually not. So um, mm -hmm. you tell us what that word means in bass fishing. Uh, okay, are you ready to play? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Ah, yes. Cool cats and gals. It's time for sounds dirty. But it's not. It's just a bass fishing term. With Hunter Freeman, FLW Tour Pro. The first term to you, Hunter, is glory hole. The glory hole. Sounds, oh sounds dirty, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, I guess if we're on the lake, it's not. If you're at the gas station, it's pretty dirty. <laughs> uh, yeah, glory hole, man. That's what you want to find. I hope I find a couple glory holes at Cherokee. I don't know if they got them in Tennessee, but I'm going to be looking. <laughs> there it is. Looking for the glory hole, Tennessee. The uh, booty dropping. Booty dropping. I've actually never heard that used on, like, at a boat ramp or something. Yeah, I just made that up. It's, uh, oh, okay. that's, that's, uh, that's what you call when you're fishing the uh, one-ounce football jig in deep water like I do all the time. It's booty dropping. Okay. <laughs> it's booty dropping. Mm. Hunter, old school rubber. Old school rubber. Sounds dirty, but it's not. Sounds very 1970s. Yes. Very fluffy. 
Uh, well, we got the fluffy part right, but uh, yeah, it's you know, it's, it's instead of silicone, it's thick rubber strips like what Chrissy was throwing on the spinnerbait, uh, a mop jig. There it is. It's the old school it's rubber. Old flat rubber. Hunter, the word is split tail. Split tail. Split tail. Uh, oh man, it's just you know, it's a got a little, little solid piece on it and it splits. And we put it on a blade or a chatterbait or something. It's kind of like a split tail beaver. You know what I mean? Oh, I thought you meant a split tail. I say Zoom makes the actual split tail. Oh, but, uh, the spinnerbait go. trailer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, split yeah, tail yeah. could be that or split tail beaver. Package to split tail. There it is. The backwash. Backwash. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't actually ever use that term. I guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know what that would be. I don't, I don't know that one either. I just said backwash. That's when a kid like, drinks out of your drink and puts some stuff on it. <laughs> My mom was driving me so bad when I was a kid. Like, apparently, I was a backwasher. <laughs> Hunter, the old isolated bush. Tell us Ooh, about this. That's what you want to find. Yeah, uh, yeah the dirty bush. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want the isolated bush, isolated stump. You know, it's just, it's just a bush or something out there by itself. That's complete, complete big fish magnet. Big girl magnet, the isolated right. bush. When you come down here in August, it's going to be that isolated brush. Nice. Could use a little of that. Yeah. The old dirty Sanchez. Oh, my God. Uh, Sounds dirty, but it's not. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess that'd be like a little head rig or something. That might be something to ask Brian about more than <laughs> Me, I don't really know. I don't really know about Dirty Sanchez. Call yeah. it a drop shot, maybe? I don't know. No, that's it. That's the old... Uh, the color. Yeah, it's a color. Reaction Innovations. Color. 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 Yeah, 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 I knew that. Man. I've never thrown it, but I've seen it. My favorite <laughs> area was absolutely saturated. Yeah, yeah it was my day for it. Seminole in the hole. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's blew out. You know, it's gone. Uh, it's just worthless, unfishable. Or the fish are shut down. They're not going to bite in that one area. So, there it is. And the last sounds dirty, but it's not. I'm going to make the milk run. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's a. I actually say that all the time. You know, well, going back to fishing history, you know, you're struggling, whatever, go make the little milk run. It's just you're comfortable. It's a history term, and you go make your little run you had before and just go with the milk run. Hey, making so, the milk run. Right, you know, that's it. it might, you hit three points in a brush pile, and that's the milk run, or you know something like that. I've heard. Oh, even Christy said it like during the classic. You know, make a little milk run. Yeah. So. See, there's all kind. They, that's it's what's the crazy. Make a milk run. Yeah. About bass fishing, that there's terms that sound dirty, but they're not. That's it. And they're actually educational. And Hunter Freeman, you absolutely knocked these games out of the park. I'm going to tell you right now. Hundred percent. Hundred percent, dude. Strong execution. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing really no good. Hesitation. I see a bright future for this guy. Absolutely. Oh, I appreciate it. I hope you're right. Hey, um, if you had some uh, some words of advice or or maybe some some parting words for the bass fishing galaxy watching right now, what what would those words of advice or encouragement be, Hunter? Man, just keep on fishing. You know, that's the that's kind of the deal. I see a lot of it now uh, between kids and grown people. You know, just. Instead of worrying about catching fish, it's just, you know, worry more about, uh, like, 
trying to run down sponsors and everything before catching fish. I was like, man, forget about that. Just go fish. I mean, up until this past year, like I didn't really understand how important social media was. And, you know, it, my social media is growing good now. It's still yeah. good. Before that, I mean, I had a deal like just showing back at home. Uh, I would go out fishing, catch a five or six pounder and just throw it back. You know, I was like, I don't care about all of that. You know, <laughs> I, I don't care. Like at that point, I was like, I don't like care that anybody knows that man, you a good one day. Like, yeah, if it's a good one, I'd hold it up, take a picture. But, you know, like I never did the whole like activities in the boat. I said, man, I don't really care to see that. But, you know, it's just, you know, worry about fishing, you know, as a whole. So I see a lot of people now, you know, they're, they'll make 15 posts throughout the week when they could have been fishing. And, you know, it's just about like the fishing topic, like, man, go fishing. You know, that's exactly. The, that's the whole point. Of, that's how you learn. And, you know, that's kind of the other thing. Like, how do I learn more about this time on the water? That is the hundred percent, man. You can, you can ask both my parents. They, I would disappear from the house when I was in high school and stuff. And I mean, sometimes they'd be gone over 24 hours and they'd be calling me like, are you alive? You know, but just fishing, I fish all night, fish all day, still do it now. I just, you know, not, not for that long a time, but we'll pull some long strings for sure. And fish as much as you can. That's it. If you can go, go, you know, <laughs> it's, that's kind of the deal. If you're in a slump, keep fishing. You, that's the, the beauty about fishing, you know, thrift, band dam, Broward, Clun, no, nobody has it figured out hundred percent. It's changing every day. It's changing every year. That's why some places are not as good as they once were. You know, spots, baits, everything. You know, I mean, just look back, like in the seventies, the baits they were throwing. You go back and watch it, like, are you serious? Now you got, <laughs> now you got Ned rigs with spinners in them, I mean, yeah. <laughs> cream worms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, uh, you know, it's just stuff's changing. No, nobody has it completely figured out. That's what makes it so much fun. And fishing is the only sport in the world, you know, versus like football. Okay. Um, you know, I go get the kid that lives down the street and put him in the same arena as Drew Brees. Drew Brees is probably going to slaughter him throwing a football. But in fishing, you can take the best in the world and just your average Joe go out. Average Joe can win five out of ten times, whereas the expert will win five out of ten times too. It's uncontrollable. That's right. You know, as far as a professional, you try to make it more controllable. But, you know, I, I tell everybody that so fishing is the only sport in the world. You can be the best in the world and just not catch crap one day. It happens. It's fishing. It's a humbling sport, Hunter. It very much is, yeah. yeah. Man, and hey, by the way, I want to tell everybody that's that's watching out there, if you have not checked out Hunter Freeman's Instagram page, if you want to see consistent 35-pound bags of fish, yeah, check it out. It's ridiculous. I just want to let you know how ridiculous that is. It can be. It can be sick. I went out yesterday and caught three for about a good old four pounds. So. <laughs> they're on the bank. They're doing that stuff that I just – I. I wish they just make fishing illegal this time of year. And <laughs> no fun. I can't see them. Everybody's talking about these bed fish. I get like, you know, I got buddies like they'll see them thirty feet away and like put the poles down. Like, man, there's a bed fish. I like get right up on top of it and it swims off. I'm like, dang it! <laughs> like, uh, what's that dude off the bench warmers? He's like, you just lost your membership at video spot. Dang it! You yeah. know, <laughs> exactly. I'm the guy in the closet at the that was allergic to the sun. Like, I've been watching everybody's Instagram on Hartwell. You know, the elite tournament, everybody's like, looking for bed fish. I was like, I might as well go up and look like they were I ain't going to see. <laughs> they just spawn on ice. I still wouldn't see. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, I mean, 
Deep water and bedding fish are, are tough animals. There, there's no doubt about it. But I love the movie Benchwarmers. That's uh, I'll tell you that right now. Who's the kid? That, what was the the guy that was from Grandma's Boy that was the uh, trying to was a sca- scared of the Girl Scout selling cookies? He was scared of the sun too. Yeah, scared of the sun too, and he had a sword. Oh. He had a plastic sword. <laughs> yeah, and he ate sunblock. That guy was he was awesome, man. <laughs> that guy was amazing as. So are you on a scale from one to America? You are America, Hunter Freeman. I hope you know that. <laughs> dude, thanks, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, dude, we'll uh, we'll do it again sometime, and we'll uh, we'll see you very soon. I appreciate it, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks, man. give it up one more time for Hunter Freeman. Yes, bass fishing professional. How cool is that? Pretty damn cool, Hunter. We'll see you, bud. Take care. You too, bud. That's Hunter Freeman. Hey, another exciting, a uh, jam-packed, uh, action-filled, uh, polycarbonic episode yeah. of, of Straycast Outdoor Cartoon Television. And hopefully that you did like and share the live feed for your chance to win the Hella Mega Pack uh, the last show of April. The winner will be announced of the Hella Mega Pack. Oh, and you had to uh, to tell the Bass Fishing Galaxy what your favorite Straycast sponsor was. What's the So far, what's the... Uh, the results as far as um, favorite consensus. sponsors. The consensus. Yes. Good work, Consensi. Good uh, Consensi. Mm. Yes? Oh, we got a lot of alpha angler. A lot of alpha angler. A lot of TH. A lot of TH. Okay. couple power pole. Tell us some war eagles. Well, we're that. not going to give you a whole set of power poles. I'll just tell you right now. We'll yeah. give you a half set. A lot yeah. of war eagle. A lot of war eagle. For Varney. So the, basically Everything. the whole gamut. Yeah, they're running they, it all. They've, That's they've, awesome, Dem Jig. They've covered the whole the whole too. gamut. Yeah. J- uh, John DeMay on those Dem Jigs has a new hook on the half and the three-quarter. I've heard of this new hook. Fire on the mountain. Yeah. Let me tell you. It's yeah. got, got some new colors out It too. sticks them. Anything he's doing is good. It is. He's a wizard. Guys, I'm excited to go fishing. Yeah? Ar- aren't you? When are you going? You um, Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah. My boat's out there ready to go now. You saw that. I did. On the way in. I did. I got jealous. I spit-shined it with bow to stern, too. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It's all completely fluid. Did you use a T-shirt? Uh, no, I actually, I actually used a microfiber cloth. Wow. A microfiber cloth. That's heavy duty. You're serious about this stuff. I'm 100% serious about it. Hey, yeah. everybody that tuned in tonight, thank you so much. Thank you to our sponsors. Um, we have a good time here every week. It's, it, it's pretty. Uh, it makes love and fun. If you know what I mean, like kind of like the, uh, Fleetwood Mac, I guess. What are you doing out there? Oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> it's that kind of party you're telling me. Take a dip. It's that kind of party, ladies and gentlemen. You know, the ceremony has ended. This three cast outdoor cartoon television. We'll see you next week. That was anticlimactic. Same time, same place. Thank you. Peak losing. Double point. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to Straycast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace!